and welcome to In Business Talks 2. We're excited to welcome you to our bonus episode, The Friday Fix, episode 23. We are your hosts, Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of In Business, a networking and business support community. And together, we, we are, are In, in business. business. Every Friday, we will be discussing a business-related subject with either one of our wonderful In Business networking members or a fellow business owner. We'll be sharing their advice, thoughts or knowledge on a particular topic. This week, our guest is Phil Fraser, who'll be telling us all about his pitter-patter technique. Oh, and make sure you listen to the end of the show to hear our guests tell us about their favourite networking tip. So, without further ado, let's crack on with In Business Friday Fix. So, we'd like to welcome our guest today to the Friday Fix. It's Phil Fraser. And he describes himself as somewhere between a business coach and a business mentor. So welcome, Phil. Hi, good afternoon. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> Phil. Good to have you with us today. All the way from sunny Spain, I believe, as well, Phil, today. Yeah, I thought I'd get that in there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I sorry to... It's sunny here as well. <laughs> it's, ups- it's upsetting to hear that it's sunny where you are. You know, it's always nicer when you're abroad, when you know it's raining <laughs> at home. So, you know. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You always want it to rain, don't yeah, you, when you're away? Yeah. But, uh, anyway. So, uh, bef- before we start, do you just want to tell us a little bit about um, about what you do, just to give our uh, our listeners a flavour of what you do? Okay, so um, I uh, offer my services as what I call a business sounding board. Um, as you rightly said, as sort of halfway between business coach and business mentor. Um, I work with small, medium-sized business owners, um, really to to get over that it's lonely at the top thing. When you run your own business, you, um, you know, you're expected to know all the answers, and and actually you don't. Um, you know, having run my own business for almost twenty years, um, I know that there are certain things you can't discuss with the team, or you don't want to discuss with the team, or you just don't know the answer. And actually, having somebody outside just asking those. Why'd you do that? Have you considered this? That sort of thing. That's that's the service I offer. As I say, it's sort of the pain point is it's lonely at the top, and I can alleviate that. When you're in business, you just sort of get your head down and, and start doing the doing until you sort of look up and think, "Oh, hang on a minute, it's all down to me." Um, and you do need somebody there just to to bounce those ideas off. Don't you? Well, like I say, a sounding board sometimes just to get another another viewpoint on something's useful, isn't it? And often when you're talking to someone. An idea will come out of it anyway, won't it? As well, it's probably totally different to what you were talking about in the first place. It is useful having someone to to uh, to work with like that. So sounds good. And uh, and a lot of a lot of it is is just being able to take a step back and and look at the big picture. You know, we're, as business owners, we're all busy with you know what's happening today, what's happening next week, what's happening next month. Just being able to unplug slightly and and look at the bigger picture. That I think that that helps a lot of business owners. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And often you don't see it yourself until somebody points it out and then it's like oh yeah that's obvious <laughs> but you don't see it do you yeah. so yeah it's good so um today we're going to be t- well you're going to be talking about your pitter patter problem solving technique oh, sounds so good. Uh, it sounds interesting yeah. and yeah. uh we'd like to know more about it really okay so so this um this actually came out of me trying to explain to people what I do and obviously I've just explained to you generally what I do and I, I, I took this as an example and said my aim is just to talk through issues and problems that you've got so I started with the question of what is the what is the biggest 
pain in the ass problem you have, so it's generally to a to a client, and and all your listeners can can play along at home. Um, what is the biggest pain in the ass problem you have at the moment? So that's that's where the pitta comes from, P I T A pitta, mm-hmm. uh, and patter just because it yeah. sounds you know sounds interesting. <laughs> pain in the ass. So this yeah. is so this process, and and you know you could do it, you could do it now if you want, and and the audience can do it now. So you take a piece of paper. A3 piece of paper or, or, or A4 piece of paper, divide it into nine squares like you would noughts and crosses. Mm-hmm. And I actually have, I have this on, speak, good, I have this on my website, so as a PDF people can download as well. So you've now got nine squares, you've got nine squares, and I can see, your listeners can't see this, but I can see that Tracy's doing this as we speak. So in the top row, um, I want you to write S1, S2, and S3, okay? So... And we'll come on to the next two rows in a minute. The question is, what is the biggest pain in the ass problem you've got? So either write it on a piece of paper or have it in your head. And then you need to find, off the top of your head, the three best solutions. So S1 is solution one, S2 is solution two, S3 is solution three. So there might be an easy solution, there might be an expensive solution, there might be a complicated solution. Just off the top of your head, what are the three you know, without thinking about it, what are the three solutions that could best pro- solve my biggest problem? Okay, now I can see I can see Tracy whether she's thinking or whether she's writing. I don't know. So you've now got a situation. I've got this big problem. I now have three potential solutions. Okay, now your middle row, which will be P1, P2, and P3, in those boxes. So in P1, I want three pros for why you would do solution number one. So it might be it's easy, it might be it's cheap, it might be it's quick, it might be we've done it before, it might be something like that. And then in the middle square, which is P2, you would then have three pros for solution number two. And then if you're following me, P3, which is your middle right yeah, square. Three pros for solution three. three. Ah, you see, you see, you're getting it. Okay. <laughs> now, your okay. bottom row is going to be C1, C2 and C3. Okay, and that's three cons. So three reasons why not to do it. Okay, it's too complicated. It's too expensive. We haven't got the skill set to do it. We haven't got the funds to do whatever it might be. And then C2 is obviously three cons to doing solution two. And C3 is three cons for doing, doing solution three. So you can do this as a business owner on your own. You can do this as a team. But what you've now got is a very simple set of options for what it, how we can solve our biggest problem in business, our pitter, our pain in the arse. And you can very simply go, okay, which has got the best cons, which has got, sorry, which has got the best pros, which has got the most cons or least cons, whatever it is. And it's very, very simple to go, right, okay, we've now got a solution or a potential solution to the biggest problem we're facing in our business at the moment. And that's taken us five minutes to do that. Now, as I say, that's a very, very simplistic way of doing it. But what it does is it gets people, it gets teams, it gets business owners focused on their biggest problem and very quickly three potential solutions. And then a very simplistic way of evaluating which is the best solution to go with. You can then go, okay, we're going to go with solution two, right. But yeah, so that's how the pitter patter works. And as I say, you could do it on your own, you could do it with your team, you could do it on your biggest problem, your second biggest problem, your third biggest problem. But if you do it on your biggest problem, 
as a you know if you're a business owner there are certain things make you lie lie awake in bed at night at two o'clock in the morning you wake up and go, how do i solve this problem this is best for that sort of problem because it, it clears a lot of the the thinking blockage because it's it's a simple simple process and by by writing it down, I suppose just the simple act of writing it down probably helps because you're focusing on it and you get it out of your head onto a piece of paper, aren't you? I suppose that helps as well in some sort of psychological way. I would imagine the psychology of of writing it. There's also the psychology of speaking it. It's often the case, and I find this with clients. They'll say, "I've got this idea," and they'll sort of talk me through it. And as they're talking, you can see their mind going, you know, and it actually just <laughs> just just saying it solidifies it and makes it real when you write it down it does the same thing now we've done on, on p1 and c1 and i said three you can do five you can you, know, you do however you want this is this is to do it simply but yeah writing it down and as you're writing it down you can go that's not really a very good pro is it because actually you immediately think of a con um and it's just getting that yeah. problem solving it's just a simple system to get that problem solving working and, and particularly if you do it as a team it's great Probably going to be at least one that you're going to say, "Well, that's a rubbish idea." Um, yeah, you know, and, 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 a, a and part solution. of it, I mean, you know, we've got we did three solutions. You could do four solutions, five solutions, you know, however many you want. But you're right; yeah. some of it, as you're writing it down, you just go, and you you can't find three pros for it. You just find five cons. You go, well, all right, we'll chuck that one out because <laughs> you only need one. You only need one solution. You know, you don't need lots and lots of solutions. No, there's only one solution for the problem, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. It's good sister, we'll give that a try. We'll spend this evening drawing squares and writing down all our problems. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got a big enough piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, we need a, lots of different sheets of paper. Yeah. Pad, I think, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other yeah. the other thing is the other thing as well, and and it's 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 on the PDF, and it's it's a little bit more difficult to explain doing it over over uh, uh, just audio. Is actually if you write the problem down at the top, you know block capitals and on top of the piece of paper it, it sort of focuses what the issue is we're trying to we're trying to solve and do, do you help your clients to come up with the pros and cons or do you leave it to them to come up with the pros and cons a lot of what i do with clients is it's actually all the information is in their brain already you know they're the expert on their business mm. they know what the pros are they know what the cons are and once you get once you get them thinking about this sort of process the stuff just pours out you know if, if you know if you did it for your business it wouldn't be difficult to, to to come up with three or four pros and cons on a solution in you know what you wanted. I can I can prod and poke, and I can say, well, you know, why do you think that? And then why I you know, the beauty of what I do is I I'm sort of sector and industry agnostic because they know the yeah you know, they've got the information and, and I can ask you know and and the sort of classic business question of you know why do you do it that way? Oh, well, we've always done it that way, you know, and. and just by asking them, and they go, "Oh, do you know? Have you thought about doing it this way?" No, we've never thought about because the industry does it this way, you know. And it's a lot of what I do is just pulling bits of information out of people's brains that exists already. I'm not putting anything new in. We're just sort of going through their filing system and getting the information out. Do you find the best results have been when teams of people have got together to do a, a problem within a business, or you know, is it just sometimes just the MD has the the best ideas or whatever, or? I think I think one. I mean, one of the things I found when I was running my business, I was always uh, keen to get everybody to contribute ideas to the business because you don't know who's got the idea, and and you know a lot of the time people on the shop floor will know what the problem is, but the MD doesn't see it, or people on the shop floor, and I'm using shop floor as a generic term, you know, people at the coalface, they can also see the solution. 
if we did it this way, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the MD doesn't see it because he's looking at different stuff. Um, so the upside of doing this sort of thing with a team, and I always found this, was you get ideas from all over the place. The downside is obviously somebody at some point has got to make a decision. Well, not downside, but you know, as, as the business owner, you've yeah. got to make a decision. Go, right, that's the one we're going with. And you've got to sort the wheat from the chaff. But I also always liked the fact that person over here might come up with what you perceive as a crap idea but the person over here then goes well hang on you know if you if you turn that 45 degrees and you know we do it this way the idea is right but the process is wrong you know you've always got other people sparking other ideas and as a business owner your team you know on one hand expects you to have all the answers because that's tends to be the you know tends to be the case you know you're the boss tell us where we're going what we should be doing conversely a good business owner listens to his team and doesn't help always have the right answer. Um, and you know, a, a good business allows the team to to be able to contribute and help, um, and, and almost choose the direction of the business. And again, if you think about it, if you've got a team who have contributed to the strategy or contributed to the plan, how much more bought in are they going to be to that than an MD saying, "This is this is what we're doing." You know, tell me when you've done it, sort of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah they'll be more invested, won't they, and, and feel more loyal to the company, and you know, like they're being heard. Well, to feel valued, people can yeah, mm. you want people to feel valued, don't they? That's the thing. It's yeah. they're not just a, a you know somebody knocking about wherever in the building. They, they actually are a valued member of the team. Mm. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's, absolutely. That's yeah. Some great advice there, uh, Phil. Thank you. So, uh, Phil, if people do want to get in touch with you and find out more, what's the best way of connecting with you? Okay, so the best way to find me is uh, my website, which is www.philfraser.co.uk. Don't go to .com because that's a medieval reenactment costume company. So if you see... Of <laughs> pictures of pictures of Robin Hood and that sort of thing. You're at the wrong place. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's .co.uk or find me on LinkedIn. I'm on there most days. Just search Phil Fraser. And uh, anybody who's interested in hearing from me regularly, uh, I have a newsletter that goes out, which is at philfraser.co.uk/newsletter. Sign up and read nonsense from me. And- you said you had a download on your website. This downloads on your website, isn't it? It so is. Um, find the. I haven't got the URL for the nine square. I haven't got the thing. URL for that at the moment, but That's by the cool. time this goes out, it will be in the show notes, won't it? Yes. 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 It will. Yes. <laughs> we'll find it. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you for that, Phil. Thank you. Before we go, we always ask our guess if they have a networking tip but i believe you have more than one get networking oh, tip for us today half. i believe two and a half i know, I know. <laughs> okay so okay. we're all ears <laughs> so um my networking tips are, are sort of going back to what we consider what we would now consider old school sort of meeting people in real life and actually yeah. relates relates to even going yeah. further back business cards so and this is more this is the first half of it is is I'm going to be very sexist here and more for the blokes than, than the ladies. Um, when you're giving people business cards, you know, swap, you know, the old swap business cards things. Uh, my tip number one is keep your own business cards on the inside right of your jacket pocket. And when somebody gives you their business card, put it in your inside left jacket pocket. 
because often what happens if you put them all in together, you end up giving somebody 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 else's business card. So <laughs> yeah. you keep your, bis- you keep your business cards. So you keep you keep your business cards in one pocket and you put other other people's business cards in another pocket. So that's my yeah. first half of my business yeah. card tip. The second one, and this yeah. comes from or the industry I was in, in we t- or, or put them in your handbag or different pockets in your handbag. Um the second one comes from the industry sector I was in. We tended to have sort of two or three day conferences and exhibitions. So, you know, after you know, day one you've got a business card from somebody and they go, well, give me a call and you know we'll talk about it. By day three you can't remember who they are, what they said. So I always used to write notes on the back of people's business cards. So, you know, it might be fat bloke with a ginger hair, call him on Monday for a quote or something like that. So it actually remind <laughs> remind you who it is and, yeah. and, and what and what you said. So that's my second one. Uh, so they're both they're two halves of the business card tip. The third one um, is actually personal to me. I don't like networking. I get quite anxious about the whole thing, and I, you know, social thing, it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I really, really, really don't like doing it. So what I tended to do was I always always put myself up to speak at conferences. Because that way, you're actually presenting yourself to 10, 15, 20, 100 people at one time. And there isn't that mm-hmm. social interaction, that anxiety um, of sort of, you know, all the networking stuff. So I put myself up to talk yeah. at conferences. So lots of people come over to me afterwards and go, hey, Phil, you know, blah, 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 whatever it might be. And it just takes the edge off, off that uh, networking anxiety. A lot of people might that's go, a, oh, my, oh, oh, my God, you know, standing up in front of 500 people. That's way yeah, worse than some of the business card. Yeah. Um, so, as I say, it it's, a, it's you're, a... You're comfortable. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, as I say, a lot of people would think, geez, that's, that's a horrible solution. <laughs> but I enjoy it. I enjoy doing that sort of thing. And, and it's great because it, you know, gets you in front of, gets your name out to lots and lots of people all in one go. So they're my networking yes, tips. Idea. It's a good idea. Well, yeah. Oh, and can I just add to your business card networking tips? Because yeah. I've just had a thought, and I know because I've done this, make sure you get one of those um, Sharpie pens to write um, on the card because sometimes they have like a gloss laminate on them and you write in your ballpoint and you shove all the cards if it gets a bit hot and a bit sweaty. Then when you pull your cards out, the next thing you've got a lot of smudges on the cards. <laughs> what is this? So it's that a would permanent be my, marker. Yeah, use, a, yeah, use some sort of permanent fine marker on there as well because yeah. I've done yeah. that. I've got the T-shirt there. Yeah. There you go. Extra, you. T- extra, tip, extra tip from Ian <laughs> yeah. there as well. Fantastic. Yeah. That's great, yeah. <laughs> And I was going to invite you to one of our networking events, but actually now I will invite you as a speaker to one of our events, <laughs> which I'd, will be even better. I'd much, yeah. rather, I'd much rather do that than, than stand around over lukewarm coffee and swapping business cards with people. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. When you're not in Spain, of course, enjoying the weather. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was, that, that was great. Thank well, you yeah, very you much. Thank you, enjoyed that. Yeah, thank and, you for your tips. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, thank you for your time. You take care. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. We're almost at the end of this week's show, but before we go, we'd like to invite you to one of our in-business online networking events. The link will be in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks to Friday Fix. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show. We'd really appreciate it. So, until next time, this is Ian 
and Tracy, and together we, we are, are in, in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye.